You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about what to say yes to and what to say no to. As people, especially, I believe, as entrepreneurs, I think figuring out what to say yes to and what to say no to are huge milestones. And I think they tend to shift on us, but I think they're big things that need to be reevaluated on a regular basis. In my coaching experience, this has actually been a very real tool that coaches use, like asking the question, what are you saying yes to? And what are you saying no to by agreeing to this, this situation, this thing that you're doing, whatever it is. And it sounds so simple, but I also believe it's so instrumental in terms of managing your time, your priorities, and your overall quality of life. So I met today's guest, Jess Duell, at the beginning of 2021, thanks to Indie Collective led by Sam Lee. We were put into this small group together And even though we didn't get a lot of one-on-one time, I was like instantly entranced by her. She's the founder and CEO of Red Direction with over 20 years of advising, consulting, and facilitation experience in operational strategy and organizational culture. She's wicked smart. She's a damn good time. She's helped me better organize my time and priorities. And she's made a lot of really big decisions lately that I think we can all relate to. So without further ado, it is my pleasure. Welcome to Eloma, Jess. Oh, thanks, Kylie. I'm impressed with that introduction. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure what I'm going to say now, but it better be good. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. No, I know it will be. No pressure. Uh, Yeah. No, I mean, really, and I I mean every single word of that. We've had a number of conversations over the last year and a half now. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like, truly, every time we walk away, I'm like, gosh, she's so smart. That was brilliant. Whatever that was, it was just like, yes. And I'm like taking notes furiously. So you and me both, I actually have already started taking notes here (laughs) right before before we hit the go button, because that's how I, it's one of the reasons I am able to stay so present and I can see things on paper more than I can see things in my mind. So that's actually an interesting way to approach things. So your comment about notes is much appreciated. I'm like, yes, yeah, that's right. There's something to be said for that. I I agree. I'm like a furious note taker too, because there's just so much going on in my head all the time. Like, "Uh, uh, hold on. Let me just, uh." okay. I'm here now. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. A very well-organized notes app in my phone, folder structure and everything. Oh, see, like my notes look like my sticky notes, my notes, (laughs) my notes app. I'm like, as long as I get the right words in there, I can search for what I want. And it's going to be one of these five or 10. I'm in. Yep. The search feature all day long, man. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. We're talking about yes and no. And one of the things that I know that is really important to me is this concept of competing priorities because the things we want to do and the opportunities that show up are the most obvious places where I know I find I have a hard time saying yes to the right things and no to the right things. And I actually, several years ago, started thinking about a cadence. Well, what can help me? And I had just finished this actually. So as we're recording this, we're in the second half of the year and quarterly, right before each quarter, I am spending time doing a review of the last quarter. What do I want to do? What was on the plan? What's realistic and making the current plan. I brought show and tell. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I oh know my gosh. people who this are listening. Amazing. I brought this show and tell. Well, I thought I've never be had anyone bring show and tell. I, did, I <laughs> would expect nothing less. This you is amazing. Okay. So, so for anybody who is just listening and not watching, uh, we we're going to describe to you what Jess, Jess is showing and telling. Exactly. So I do all kinds of things, but I draw. Have I shown you this before, Kylie? No. Okay. She's holding up a beautiful notebook full of all kinds of colors and doodles and it's eight and a half. Is this how your brain works? Holy this cow. This is how my brain works. Wow. So what I do quarterly is I have my, let's say, let's keep going. My intentions and what I kind of need to bring to the table. Okay. Intentions are in one corner. The way that I can be accountable to my actions, to those intentions. Okay. And then I spend time and I'm like, well, where can I get energy and inspiration for an There's entire quarter from this? On this page. This is great. And so I do some work and I figure out what those could be. Then I'm like, well, so what are my priorities that align with mm. everything else that has shown up? Okay, wait. So repeat that. So it's intentions. Yep. On a quarter. I'm going to step toward my intentions. Yep. Intentions. The actions that I must do to make those intentions happen. Actions. Okay. And an example of an intention, just to give you an example, is consistently taking action to create momentum. Okay. That's my, I'm stepping toward consistent intention. Okay. That's my intention. So how do I do that? And this, I'm just randomly picking out of these lists, right? Yeah. Is to take action on current priorities. Okay, cool. Okay. And then you have your priorities. And then I have the priorities and there were the thing. And so, well, let's look at last, right? Oh, that was my my half year review. But then I go back, right? And it's the same format in general, but it's the same thing. And, and I actually went through, I did not do very good in Q2. I don't have very many checkboxes on my priorities okay. list, but some of them didn't make it to Q3. Because you got to drop them off. You have to say you yes to drop no, them off. right? That's right. That's right. Which is why I thought this was a good show and tell. Yeah. It's because even though it was in the plan, the way the year is showing up, what I need to be able to do and what I can actually do and what my team is able to do and what they can actually do has shifted a little. And yeah. so if we're not adapting to that, and by the way, I made a big, well, I know when I know we'll talk about this, I made a big shift in my business too. Yeah. But I keep track of all of my accomplishments throughout the quarter because what okay. that allows me to do is to just really know date and time of what needs to be done, how things are getting done. And are these things actually helping me? The energies and the thoughts that I am using for inspiration. I love that. And again, for anybody who's just listening, so she's got all these colors and lines and there's like hearts and swirls and doodles everywhere. And I think that's an interesting call out for, you call this energy and inspiration. And so for anybody listening, like just think about anywhere you get energy and inspiration from when it comes to just talking about doing this on a quarterly basis. Mm-hmm. So it was intentions, actions, priorities, and figuring out where you get those the energy from to accomplish those things. And then I love that you added in your accomplishments and then making sure that it's okay. Like you have to make it okay to not carry over things if they didn't get done, because we have to say yes and no to certain things. That's right. And it's really interesting because our energy also ebbs and flows. And so I'm not sure about you, but my future (laughs) self and my past self are always laughing at my current self because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm going to noodle on that one, but I like it. Uh, I like yeah. it. Well, if you think if we're all, well, because what do we do when we plan? We're looking to the future. So we're asking uh, our future guilty. self to meet us where we are right now. Yeah. If we only, if, if we're recognizing our past, 
or the action that we've done in the past sets up where we are right now. Mm -hmm. And where we are right now is where those two things meet. And I always get a kick out of the fact about how my future self, right? This thing I put into the future that something is going to, I'm going to meet it at some point. Yeah. And what I thought I was going to do versus what I actually did and how that shows up in this moment is actually, it's actually kind of empowering. And it's also a little bit of a release. We don't know what's going to happen in the future and we know what happened in the past, but that doesn't mean that's what's happening right now. And so it's a reality check in a way. Wow. Okay. We just got like, whoo, we just went all the way in there. I love it. It is a reality check. And I think uh, I'm also going to just piggyback onto that, that I, uh, I think we all need to be a little gentle with ourselves in those reality checks. And I think prioritization starts to look different depending on what your past self has experienced and what your future self needs in order to accomplish whatever it is that's coming next. Correct. And that's really important, especially in the work that I do is typically with leadership teams. So we're working with two, three, 10 leaders that may be working individually on things and are trying to figure out how to work together on things so that they can bring their teams along in a clear, intentional, purpose-driven mission, whatever that is to that company. Mm -hmm. And we end up getting these competing priorities a lot, right? And that's actually one of the reasons I started doing this a long time ago was, well, can I do, you know, what can I do and where are the competing priorities? Because some of us are generators. I am one of these where the more momentum and the more work I do, the more exciting and the more creative and the more opportunities I see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you have the chance like of doing too many and things dig at and once. Dig and it's like yeah. all these little golden nuggets. Yeah, exactly. And it's like now, well, some of them are my golden nuggets, Kylie, some are yours. <laughs> and I need to leave them for you to come get. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Distribution of the golden nuggets. There you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and that's actually a big thing. That's what I'm working on with companies. And yes, I draw. And yes, it's people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're not all electronic for a variety of reasons, especially for the companies that I work with. They also find it refreshing that what needs to be done can be done in a unique and creative, inspirational way that allows that singular focus to show up. Is this in or is this out right now? Is this in or is this out forever? And I think that that's really the big key is it doesn't matter if it doesn't work right now. We can know it might be later or it just needs to go in the bin because it's really not, it doesn't fit in with where we're going in the next five to 10 years. And I'm a big, big, big believer of looking out five to 10 years to have a thriving business that really can not only do what it needs to do to serve the world, do what it needs to do to serve the leadership teams and the people who have hitched their missions to that companies. Yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes that can get a little daunting when we think about five to 10 years, because it's like, yes. man, if I think about where I am now and five years ago, I was like, <laughs> what? what is yeah. that? Yeah. But I love that. And I think, you know, you bring up so many good points in terms of aligning priorities and getting really clear on what that is. So as you've gone through this process a number of times, Jess, both in your Mm -hmm. personal life as well as professional and and in the work you do, what are some of the tips that you use that might be helpful to listeners when it comes to saying yes and saying no, whether that's on a daily basis Mm -hmm. or a weekly, monthly, quarterly, however you... um, Well, we'll start with this one. And I'm going to tell you about my little boxes here in a second. 
What came up for me as you said that though was my present retreat as well. And I think this will come into it a little bit. And this by far has been the most powerful tool of all time. So what I do is during the week when I have all these ideas and everything is happening, well, you saw, I am super tactile. I like to draw. It's really a great way for me to get things out and see how they arrange on on a page and in the world, if you will. Yeah. And so I actually have bins that I keep and they're out of reach now. I could have more. I could have, I could have more show and tell here. And I just (laughs) throw little random where whatever I've written things on napkins, scraps of paper, sticky notes, because if something comes up and, and I'm working in the business, I'm executing with a client and something shows up. I'm doing the sales work and something shows up. Mm -hmm. I am integrating or onboarding a new employee and something shows up. I mean, everything that can happen where those things happen, it's not the right time to think about it. It's all right after that is all for sure. We got to be in that moment. And the way to be present is to write it on a thing or stick it in a note program Mm -hmm. somewhere to look at it later. And so I have, and I know in the moment it could be now, or it could be later right now. Is now it now or, later. or that now it's and later. laters, which are lovely yeah. treats, but now or later. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I think I call mine future. I can't see the thing. And of course that's all right. But so it's, it's either going to be useful now, or it's going to be new, useful later. And I used to have a third one called never. And I was like, well, that was silly. That just needs <laughs> to be the recycle bin under my desk. That's it. Because I don't need to look at them and go, yeah, that's right. That's a never. If I've made the decision, I don't need to look at it again. Yeah. Tip number one. When you say it's not going to work, throw it out, keep it out, let it out, just release it. Just release it. Yeah. Right, just release it. Tip two. Now, if you're in these, you know, nows or laters, how do you go back to those? Well, when you're in your business, which is the majority of what we're doing, we're, I don't like it when we're fighting fires, but we all do that once in a while. Yeah. We are needing to create. We are needing to show up. We go to all of these meetings. We network. We're doing brand awareness, whatever that is. Whatever our roles are for the priorities we have, we've got to be all into those. And so once a week, I take a day. So one out of five days in a work week, I take the day and I do a present retreat. And that's where I get to look at my now and my later box. Present retreat. A present retreat. And this is something that we work all of our clients on. And this is so important, Kylie, because when this is mastered, we get faster at making decisions in the moment. Yeah. Okay. So Um, tell me what is a present retreat? So the present retreat is protected time. Nothing gets in the way of that. Mm. Nothing gets in the way of that. And what you're doing is you're looking at what's going on in your business, right? Your numbers on a weekly. And I do this once a week. So mine are on Mondays. Mm -hmm. What am I doing in my business and what's happening in my business? Let me look at my pipeline. Let me see what's going on with the projects that are happening and where the obstacles are. I pull out my now and later box. And I actually mm. am looking most of the t- once a month or once every six weeks, I will look at the later more closely. I pull them out though, because all of my now things with what's going on, my plan that you saw on a picture, which by the way, is in words for the team. They don't work from this thing, but I use that <laughs> to then communicate. Them, translation. Right? <laughs> exactly. I do have a translation that's a little easier to read in ClickUp <laughs> for as far as a t- where we keep our project management at. And then I'm going through that now. And it was amazing. What I have found is most of the stuff that I thought was now might be laters. Because if I'm looking at that quarter, when I actually have time to be thinking about it, mm. it doesn't fit into what's going on in the next 90 days. However, if it fits into my five-year goal that I know about, it'll go into the later. 
Okay. Wait, pause. I want to just dig into that for a second. Yeah. So one of the things that I know we've talked about previously, and maybe this is just repetitive for anyone listening, but I think this concept of how you break down time yeah, in terms of what is now and what is later. Mm -hmm. And I know one of the infrastructures you gave me was this quarterly basis and like big, medium, small goals. Yes. And I want to just take a second to dive further into like the quarterly elements of this. Okay. Because I think it was really helpful for me because, and if anyone is listening and feels similarly, keep listening. Otherwise you can tune out for a second. But, you know, my to-do list is 45 things long all of the time, right? And, all the time. And I know I'm not the only one and everybody gets overwhelmed and it's like, how do we start? And I, I like to start with like, what's important now? But you gave this great framework of big, medium, small. And so I want to toss it over to you for a second to dissect the importance of this quarterly time structure and how that can be advantageous to break things down into chunks. Absolutely. And then I'm going to start, but I'm going to pass it back to you because I want you to share how you've integrated it and how it's helped you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you're Game willing. On. If you're willing. Okay, good. So I love that business naturally already has these things that we look into, this thing called a quarter. And if we're anti-corporate, we kind of don't want a quarter. So we might use the 12-week year, something like that as well, right? So it doesn't matter what our time frame is. It matters that we have a time frame. Yeah. So that, so hopefully everybody who tuned out for a minute, because you don't like the sound of quarterly goals, <laughs> that you're tuning back in because it Tune doesn't matter, in. but you got a time frame for these goals. And that's the key. The time is arbitrary. We choose the time and we're just human. And so when we're thinking about these time-based goals, as long as we have gone into setting the goal with a beginning and a middle and an end, and I use quarters for that, it's, mm -hmm. it just fits into a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks like for you on these bigger pieces, then you know along the way, am I on track or am I off track? Am I on track or am I off track? And then within those priorities of that, we can decide, well, what are the big goals that hit these priorities in this time frame? What are the small things that are in this goal? And sometimes small is not very much impact, but sometimes small is easy to do large impact. So we get to decide what these small, medium, and large things are based off of our available time to make our goals stick. And this quarterly thing allows us to navigate where we're going and stay on a larger scope path instead of a day-to-day. -day. It moves us out of being in the business. It moves us out of just going day-to-day -day because things change so fast. We're going to just take it as it comes. And we get to go, yep, all of that. And I can exert influence based off of what I see the opportunity to be right now with clarity. And I want to piggyback on that as well, because one of the things was we had initially talked about this big, medium, small. I want to toss this out there for all entrepreneurs. One of the things you had brought up was this integration of personal and professional lives. Yes. Like I know when we had talked last year, you were moving and yes. like I had bought a house and I'm getting married. And it's like, okay, we need to be realistic with ourselves on how much we are trying to cram into a quarter or whatever time frame you want to call it. Because if you do have a major life event like that going on, or like you're having a baby or whatever it is, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, then that might be your big goal for that quarter. 
And because you're just one person, like you don't have 24 hours as like a normal person and then 24 hours as a person in your business. That's right. And so I want to just toss that out because when you had said that to me, I was like, oh, right. This idea of blended goals between your personal and professional life. And I'm going to take that one step further because you had said you want to know how I integrated it. Yes. Well, Jess, I took this idea of big, medium, small for quarters. And I actually integrate that into the strategic planning I do for clients from a personal standpoint, as well as from a professional standpoint. And I break it out into four categories. So one is when we do this for the personal, it's personal. Like what are your big, medium, small girls personally for the quarter? Financially. So what money do you need to make in order to make those personal things happen? And then professionally, professionally, what do you need to do to make the money that you want to make so that those personal things happen? And then I added a fourth bucket for like growth. And everyone goes, what's the difference between personal and growth? And I was like, just whatever else you want. Like, how are you going to grow as a human? Also, because there's four quarters in a year, there's four buckets. So now every quarter gets a big, medium and small, and they can kind of Tetris their way through the year. So that's kind of how I took it. And it's been Mm -hmm. helpful for me because. I'll use myself as an example. I'm getting married October 1st. And one of the things that has been really important to me this year is to slow down. Like, hopefully I'm only getting married once and I really want to enjoy this time. So right now for me, I'm like, okay, in Q3, end of Q3, beginning of Q4, I want to really be present for my wedding. And that means that some of my business things are going to need to like skirt off to the sides so that I can do that. So I just toss it out there to anyone listening who struggles with that balance of like, you are one human. And Jess, I give you all the credit for that (laughs) because you helped me realize that last year. I'm so glad. And you know, that's true. And I think one of the things that came up when our initial discussion about that occurred, you're right, I had just moved. I didn't really have a lot of planning time because we had like 45 days from the time we decided to move to the time we found ourselves in our new city, which oh is, which is <laughs> 45 which is, days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're really good at those. When you make a big decision, let's just go for it. And you didn't move like next door. You moved no. like states states. And states away. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We went from Colorado to Boulder, Colorado to Kirkland, Washington. That is correct. We made some big, big strides. Yeah. And one of the things that was really important was that Everything that needed my creative energy Mm -hmm. was going to be impacted because I wasn't going to be able to give it what it was. So I had to figure out, is what I have to give enough? And if it's not, I'll say it differently. I made changes in what the expectations were and how things happen, right? And this happens for anybody. Based off of the things happening in your life. Based off of things happening in life. So I knew there was going to be no way that I was going to be able to continue to go out and speak the way I had been speaking prior during Mm -hmm. a move, getting settled in and all of that takes effort, takes creativity. It takes a lot of practice. I did know that the clients that we were planning to have onboarded, awesome. Those clients could be onboarded and they could be set to go. I did know that the clients that were already set were good to go and that those could be met. So Mm -hmm. Anything outside of that. So like the extras we wanted to do. I wanted to do a website update last year, but didn't happen because that requires a lot of my energy and mm-hmm. my energy was going to be outside of the business. And the business, what needed to happen was only revenue generating energy was spent in the business. Yeah. 
my highest and best impact was all that was. And it was actually a pretty big wake up call of how much I thought I was doing to create revenue for my role and what I had accepted as my responsibilities that weren't. I had put it in my mind and I had dressed it up as important. So I felt important. There were a lot of things I could say no to. Ha ha ha. Okay. So dive further into that because I know yeah. you've done a lot of changes in your yes. business. And it sounds like this was like a, a pretty big starting point where you're like, wait, I should start reevaluating all the pieces of Correct. my business and what I say yes to and what I say no to. And for X, Y, Z reasons. So go for that. That's right. So the beginning, middle, and an end of the goal, right? We were talking about quarters earlier. I do this with product launches. I do this with whatever we're doing internally. This is something that I work on with clients for their initiatives to get to where they're going. Mm -hmm. And when I started a program called Fast Track Your Business, I was like, boom, X amount of time. Well, guess what? A whole big chunk of that X amount of time before it works or not works, I was moving. I know I wasn't going to spend any time on it. And I was like, dang. Well, let's just see what happens. So I gave it a little more time and it still didn't get the traction that I wanted. So mm. I had decided if it didn't have the traction it wanted, I was going to just let it go. It was going to yeah. just be gone and it was going to be cut. And here's the thing, what I found out, this is actually what I was doing when we talked earlier this year, right? All of my revelations in the second quarter in June, May, April, those three months, one of which happens to be my birthday month, you'd think I'd know. Anyway. What I realized when I, st I was like, well, the third quarter's coming up. I made this, I made this really important decision that I was going to let it go. And the more things that I was working on in my present retreat, that protected time, that mm -hmm. space mm -hmm. every week, the now and leaders, the nows, the five-year goal, the 10-year goal that we have, mm -hmm. it became very clear that this program is pivotal to the long-term thriving of red direction. Hmm. So here I was willing to go as Toss a standalone it. entity. Here you go. We're going to just let it come and go and we'll chop it if it needs chopped because it didn't grow, right? Basically replant your garden with something that you like better. Yeah. And it turned out that my garden just had too many weeds in it. It turned out Ooh. that, right? It turned out that through these present retreats and looking at all of these things, we had random baggage everywhere. So there was no place for something new to grow. There was no place for something new to take hold. I have this As a team visual in my head right energy. now. You like that? Of like a garden and then like empty suitcases all over the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Get that shit out of there. We got to grow. We got to grow. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Right. That, no, that's perfect. I'm glad you shared. Yes. And so what came of that was an evaluation of all of our product line. And I made the decision in June that... Actually, when I don't even remember when we talked yet. I say it was June. I made I it so it, in June. It might have been in June. It was May or June because the yeah. decision had came. I started taking action in June. I do know that. Yeah. 40% of our products are now gone. Workshops, out. Wow. Um, masterclasses, out. Talks, out. Work, you know, I mean, in person, online. It was very interesting. It was very interesting that I, I'm not, because it's like we have all of this stuff. People are interested in it. But none of it has an, the impact with which this product has the one capability yeah. of having if you just tenfold focus. to all of them put together. Yeah. And it was only through that protected time, only through drawing and journaling and, and looking at the numbers and evaluating it and thinking and then just coming up with questions and spending time in the business every week, seeking answers to that, reaching out to my mentors and my board about that. 
mm-hmm. those questions when it made sense, seeing where it showed up in other conversations, which of my clients, which of the podcasts that I'm listening to are talking about something that would provide inspiration in this way. And so I made a complete and utter surprise move. It actually surprised our whole team when I said, <laughs> you know, it usually does, right? Usually does. I, I speak from experience as well, but she's like, I'm sorry. What, what did you say? Yes. Come, that's come right. again. <laughs> well, and, and I said, and that's, I had to think about it because now I knew it, but before I ran and shared the great news yeah, that consideration, I call them thought bubbles. The thought bubble had to be clear of what it is why it is, what it allows for, and how all of our energy and action will shift. So now in Q3, it comes back to what Mm -hmm. I said earlier. What is the consistent action to take and make sure that the action is taken on the priorities. And the list of priorities are all about finishing that up and doing the things that need to be done to get them out, to make that space in that garden for this next. I mean, and that makes so much sense too, because I was Oh, I was, I was on a call last night and we all have our so many pokers in the fire kind of thing. We have our hands in so many things and it's common sense. Like if we just take a second streamline and focus our energy on one or two things, it's so much more likely that that's going to get done and then we can move on. So yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but I think it's, we have to get out of our own way. I've been finding myself saying that a lot lately. Is I think we have to get out of our own way. That's right. Allow allow the space for time Mm -hmm. to be successful. Well, and I will tell you, Red Directions, something like 17 years old now. I apologize for not knowing the exact age of my (laughs) business. But it's we're we're driving, we're almost out of the house, right? We're all we're almost ready to to leave somebody's empty nesters is really the age of this business. Okay. Wow. And we did this once before. However, it didn't feel like this because I didn't have the knowledge of the week to week of purposefully taking the time to know what's going on. What do I want to be going on? What's realistic? Where could the opportunities be? And taking action on those versus just doing a big response, right? Like it's, it was the last time I would consider like a controlled burn. Yeah. Instead of a very surgical change. Jess, I have a question for you Mm -hmm. because, and this is a selfish question. So I love lists and I make all of the lists and I've been working on protected time, et cetera. But sometimes I find that I'm just like repeating myself. Do you have any tips? To give me an example. I think I know what you mean, but give me an example. I'll make a list. I'm like, these are all my goals. Great. Okay. Now next week here, here I am. Yep. Great. These are all my goals. And then I'm like, like I'm recalibrating in my head every time. And I just feel like I start to repeat myself. So I don't know, maybe it's just, I need to be better at making my own lists. (laughs) The answer is no. I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm going to see if I can find a good, we've got me show and tell. I've got more show and tell. I was going to pull it out. I'm going to actually, I wish I had my last year so you could see, oh, this will be good. Okay. This was in April. Okay. So here's, here's what I do in my present retreat for me personally. I've got the things I've got to talk to the team about. It has a bucket of time. Yeah. I've got the things I need to focus on and and prioritize and it has a bucket of time. Mm -hmm. And so for my time, for my work, one of, and all of the different things I have, I don't time block because that particular thing doesn't work for me. But what I do do is on those Mondays, because remember I have to work in my business the rest of the week. 
yeah. and I'm happy to do so. And I can't think about, well, what is that big thing? Because it cha- it's a yeah. change in the way we use our brain. I put it in my weekly, I put it in a thing on my desk. What is, what is this that you're opening up here? This is a, this, it's just a calendar. Oh, it's just a calendar, this like a, a calendar. weekly calendar. The weekly calendar goes Monday through Sunday. Okay. And this one happens to be around the moon. I like celestial things. So this one happens to be around the moon. Okay. But what I do is, oh, by the way, I do have a word of the day and I started sharing it because people love that. So I have the word of the day that is going to happen for that week. And then on there, I have up to three things that I will get done in a day. And these okay, so are the only, you know, I've heard that from multiple sources. So three things. And here's the thing. These are the things that must get done to move forward with purpose. Yeah. That intentional action, that Ugh. consistent action. So writing it down and then following through just those three things, that's my consistent action that I need to build on. I lost that a little in the second quarter for me personally. Business mm-hmm. did okay. Team did way better than I did this time. And I can honestly say that. And so then I know all of the, I know all the 45 things to do, yet these are the things that I know I need to spend time on for a variety of reasons. Some are time sensitive. This is what it needs to do to get to the next step, Mm -hmm. to stay on track with some of these other things. Where are these obstacles going to be? Because I like to work under deadlines and that doesn't help anybody else. So this has been my way of saying... Mm. Instead of being that procrastinator that works well under pressure, I have thought about what needs to happen and I'm just going to go do this. And the bonus is if I get to do one or two of those other things, awesome. If I don't, no problem. Because you know what ends up happening? That list shifts and they either go in the now or later bin. Or sometimes they just delete or, or go to the big delegated. The recycle bin. That's right. Yeah. My, yeah. One of my favorite slash not favorite things is when you are gone for a while and you've got like your out of office message up and you come back to all of these emails. It's like, how many do I really need to look at? Because you've already solved half of them. <laughs> right. Well, oh, by the way. Okay. Do you want to hear a really empowering thing I just did? Yes. I wish I had course. done this 17 years ago. I actually, I wish I had done oh, this yes. over 20 years ago when I started Please my career. Tell. Please okay. tell. Times were different then and times are still different now, but I feel on the cutting edge. I know that Time off needs to be time off without work piling up, waiting for me or my team when we get back. Yeah. Okay. So this You're year saying I was you know like, how to do this? I'm saying I tell you what I did and I loved it. Okay. Let's okay? go. And, and we as a company now do this. Okay. And that is, I put on an autoresponder that said, glad you wrote. If it's time sensitive, I'll answer it when I get back. And by the way, I get back in two weeks. Okay. If it's not time sensitive. And you would like to continue to, you would like to talk about this, email me after that. And so when I got back, I spent an hour, delete, 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 instead of being two weeks behind an email. Yeah. So that was my first thing. And, and I, I thought that was neat. It took about, it was the, um, it was really interesting because I got a lot of email except for the last two days that I was on vacation. It's like people finally got it. took two weeks. It only took two weeks, but here's the thing. It's the first time I ever did it. So I'm glad it happened at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. One thing I've started to do is I've given up my email to my assistant and we just have like a different, uh, folder Mm -hmm. structure so that she Mm -hmm. just puts in what I need to look at or what I need Mm -hmm. to do something about. That's great. It's amazing. Also, Mm -hmm. it also makes me realize how many email lists I've signed up for and I just get shit all the time. Like hundreds of you. I'm like, all right, I need to unsubscribe. 
Oh yeah. That's <laughs> well, that, to, that is a task I do at least twice a year, right? That's just one of those things. Oh, yeah. You just got to do it because you don't even, sometimes we don't even know we're signing up and it's okay. It's how people do their business. I'm not going to condemn anybody or say that's a bad practice because it is what it is. And I'm like, if it works for you, you should keep doing that. And I'm not going to be a squeaky wheel about something that really doesn't impact me because I can solve that with a click. Yeah. Right. Subscribe. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to take accountability and I'm just going to own that action and just go do it because I can. By the way, that's a big part of to-do lists. We think about delegating or we don't. We think about all of these things that are so, we're supposed to do and we never get them done. What mm-hmm. do we want to take ownership of? And let's just take ownership of it and be responsible for it already. And so these are some tips, yeah. right? My quarterly pictures and my drawings, my weekly and daily thing. I am still on vacation brain. So this week doesn't have one. And I am feeling like a little free flowing. And I was like, <laughs> I can't wait until Monday when I can get myself back to some sort of semblance of, <laughs> of like a routine of my routine. That's right. Routines are amazing. Yeah, they but, are. And I, I like routine. I like, I also like the word ritual. I think there's something to be said for the value of work as a ritual. Health as a ritual. Sleep as a ritual. Eating and sharing time with friends and family as rituals. Mm-hmm. Jess, as we wrap up here, I want to just ask a quick question. Well, maybe it's not quick. Who knows? <laughs> but as we talk about yeses and nos, mm-hmm. and we've talked a lot about how to implement those things in your business. I also want to take a hot second and talk about how to implement those things in your personal life. Because I know yeah. I know you've been going through, you've gone yes. through a lot of changes over the last year. And for everybody listening, entrepreneurs are always trying to find that blend, right? Mm-hmm. So do you have any tips on how to... <laughs> She's pulling back out her day planner (laughs) tips on how to, you know, integrate Uh personal and professional. Yes. My day planner, my yoga practices are the first thing that go on my day planner in the week. And it's one of my top three things in the day, because if I have too many other things and that's the thing for me, it's meditation, it's exercise, it's out of the house, it's in community, it's doing something for myself while somebody else is doing something for themselves and we're doing it together, right? There's a, that is a very powerful thing for me. So whatever that thing is for you, it could be singing, it could be gardening, it could be walking the dog, it, it could be sitting on your patio with a cup of tea, who knows what it is for you. Put those as one of your three things as many days of the week as you need it to be. Okay. So is wait, one, two, three, four, five days. Is it? Oversimplifying it to say, plan for three things a day and mm-hmm. make one of them a personal thing. I don't think it's oversimplification. I think it's too much structure. I don't go to yoga oh, every day. Okay. I go to yoga four days a week, but my four days a week, three of it's them what you need. to be Monday through Friday. So got it. That makes sense. So okay. the answer is I could say, yes, if you would like that extra structure, do it. Otherwise okay. I would just say, put it on there first. Cause it's gotta be on there and it might be all five days, but it also might just be three days. And that's prioritize okay yourself, prioritize yeah. yourself. That's right. And the second thing yeah. is this is one of the reasons, and I'm going to pull up my other thing too, is when I'm talking about, we've my got the original goals, notebook back. I know, right? <laughs> it's so cool. It's my favorite color, yellow. It's full size pages. It's amazing. Is that this includes both my personal and professional goals, which is one of the reasons. The so team your quarterly goals, personal and professional. Correct. Good. They don't see all of it. They see what distills down into what we're trying to accomplish as a team and as yeah. individuals on that team and to move red direction. So those are my two tips. Do it in the things you're already doing. Yeah. Okay. So when you're breaking down your quarterly goals or whatever it is, mm-hmm. 
integrate your personal things in there. Cause again, mm-hmm. we're just one person. We don't have two different bodies. That's right. That I know of. Well, that's true. They might not be in this plane. That's cool. We they kind of, not. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Support all parts of us in the moment. Yeah. One last question for you as we wrap up here, Jess. I know you've kind of pivoted and you're like exploring some new things. Anything you, you want to tell us about? Well, take more vacation. Be unabashedly playful during it. That's actually really what's on my mind now. I can't believe how much I needed two weeks without my computer. I've not done that in 17 years fully. I've taken two weeks. That or three sounds days. terrifying to me. I've taken four days. Well, it, part of it is the time that I grew up in, but part of it also is the way that I thought I was supposed to be. So, well, for sure. To me personally, I would say the things that are on my mind now are the rituals that are rejuvenating as well as productive are the ones that I continue. And I am constantly looking and the, my present retreats allow that uh, an opportunity for that. So do my quarterly reviews being able to go, well, what, where are the shoulds and where are the things that feel weighty and are they actually impactful or are they just in the way and figuring mm-hmm. out how to address and shift those? Because sometimes you have to change the way you look at something because it's necessary. Other times it's like, yeah, that's really not working. And you can let that go. Yeah. To be curious about that. That I think is really what's on my heart these days and what's in my gut as well of what am I on the lookout to make sure that I can be my best me amidst whatever uncertainty is in my personal life or my professional life or society or the world Mm -hmm. and still be useful and connected and intentional with the work that is being done. I love it. All right. Very last question. As we wrap up here, Jess, what is your greatest insight or discovery about life and entrepreneurship? It truly is what you make of it and the effort that you put into it. And at the same time, what you think is only the tip of the iceberg. So what actually shows up is truly, truly the gift. And that's why looking forward in addition to backwards is really an amazing opportunity and a way to take full advantage and be all into this moment right now. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your time, Jess. I so appreciate it. As we wrap up here, if anyone wants to reach out to you and get in touch, what's the best way to do that? To visit reddirection.com or take a listen to the Bold Business Podcast. Yep, absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Jess. It's been a pleasure. And for anybody listening, if you enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and leave us a review. And we'll catch you next time. To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at welcometoeloma.com.